Something has to give. In times like these, you might be banging your head against the wall wondering how can our business do more? We're having a hard time just holding on to what it is we have. Well, tune into this episode because I've got some ideas that might help you. Welcome to this week's episode of Dylan's Podcast. I am Dylan Gallagher, and this is my podcast where once a week I get to share some thoughts specifically for entrepreneurs, but anyone else listening might uh, find this interesting if they have an interest in business as well. And uh, I do this, one, to work out some of the things that I'm thinking about as I work with entrepreneurs and businesses that I'm involved with, and two, because being an entrepreneur can be very lonely. There aren't a lot of people that you can share your frustrations with, most times because they can be hard to articulate, and not everyone in your social circle um, might understand what it is that you're going through, and so each week I try to put something out there, out on the airways that um, entrepreneurs might find, uh, take comfort in, uh, might be annoyed with, but my goal would be to make sure that there was... Uh, some value for the time that was spent listening to this podcast. So thank you very much. If you've downloaded this episode, thank you for all of the uh, notes and kind things, mostly kind things that people say who have heard the podcast. It means a lot to me. I don't do this for profit. I do this because I think it is helpful. And uh, I know that I've uh, experienced a lot and just try to share those experiences with uh, other entrepreneurs in hopes that maybe I can save them uh, some time. So Let's get started on this week's episode. The topic that I'm going to pick away at is something has to give. It seems to me, as I watch the world unfold around me and I look at the businesses that have managed to stay busy and productive, and I happen to be involved in quite a few of them, and uh, when I look to see where the constraints are and to try and understand how a business can continue to be fruitful and profitable in times like these, it seems to me that there's sort of some... I don't know, maybe a conversation to be had about what it means to be an entrepreneur, what your job is as the entrepreneur, and what you as a leader need to be working on in order to help your team uh, get to where it wants to be, which is hopefully to create some value, uh, generate some profit, and overall create uh, a community, or rather a business, a company that gives back to the community, and uh, maybe even leaves the world in a bit of a better place. Uh, but if you're not that, uh, if, if that isn't your opinion, it doesn't change the context of, of what I'm going to talk about here in the next couple of minutes, which is, let me begin with the basics. Uh, an entrepreneur. I believe that an entrepreneur's job is to put together resources and people to take advantage of an opportunity in the marketplace to solve a problem, and that in solving that problem through a product or a service, that... Um, uh, a business can uh, be compensated for that in the form of profit. And so there's really only two variables that an entrepreneur has to manage. And I, I chuckle as I say that because I know there's obviously a lot more inside of that. But there are two basic variables. And because I'm just a simple guy, I look at things, I try to look at things relatively simply, and I try not to get lost in the weeds. And if you believe that your business has the right resources, it has all of the tools that it needs, and it has all of the people that it needs, 
but it's not generating a meaningful amount of profit. And that's going to be relative to whatever your particular business is. Sometimes meaningful profit can be um, double-digit bottom line. Uh, Sometimes uh, meaningful profit can be a single-digit bottom line. But the point is, if you've got people and you've got resources and you feel like they're both kind of where they need to be, but your business isn't profitable, then something has to give. You either have too many people not doing the right job, or you have uh, resources that are being underutilized. And if as an entrepreneur you're struggling right now to generate profit, but you seem to have some revenue, so you've got a top line, and you seem to have a team of people that are able to produce a result through a product or service that your business offers, but you're not generating meaningful profit, one of two things isn't working well, or maybe a combination of both. But the resources that you have are underutilized, or you have too many resources, or the people you have are underutilized, or you have too many people. And it, for me, in my experience working with mainly small and medium-sized businesses, what I see more, more the case than not is that the people are being overutilized and the resources are being underutilized. And kind of the simplest example I can give of that would be, um, would be a, a sales and marketing process. So for example, um, an entrepreneur may have many different computer systems that they're using, aka resources, to manage the flow of information or to manage uh, the process of a customer purchasing a product or service from them. So the resources are there to be utilized, but because nobody really understands how to use the resources, the people are spending more time than they should trying to piece together the information between the systems. So a simple example might be, let's look at a sales pipeline. Okay, we have our leads at the top, we have our qualified leads in the middle, we have our customers down at the bottom, and and now, if I want to see what that looks like financially, I should be able to go to my accounting system and I should be able to see here's how many work orders we have, or here's how many sales orders we have, here's how many invoices we have, and here's what our accounts receivable looks like. And, and these two systems should talk to each other. So every time there's a new lead, uh, there's a new quote generated in the accounting system, which matches the quote generated in the sales system. Every time there is a sale, there is an invoice generated in the accounting system, and there is an, um, um, a sales order uh, that was uh, generated in the sales system used to kick off the invoice. So the point is that the system should talk back and forth, and they should be able to balance to each other. And in a perfect world, they would just click together and off you go. However, Within a small business, because small businesses tend to be strapped for resources um, and knowledge and experience and that sort of thing, um, you, you, you technically have these systems. You do have an accounting system, and you might have one or two or, or several different sales-type systems or marketing systems that you're using. But because they're not talking to each other and you're using the people to do that, what you're finding probably is that the people don't have time to do the thing that you would really want them to do, which is not to move data between systems, not to track information through uh, their inbox and come up with Excel spreadsheets to track their tasks and all sorts of different uh, workarounds. What you want them doing is talking to customers. What you want them doing is using their knowledge and their experience of the product or service that your business offers to educate customers and to grow your customer base, ultimately growing your revenue. However, using, I don't know, using sort of simple math, 
it's an important exercise to look at your team and using simple math, go through and say, what percentage of my time or what percentage of uh, the, the, uh, the team that I have, what percentage of their time is spent simply moving information around different systems? What percentage of their time is being used to band-aid together the gaps that exist in the business processes? Because it's kind of like a, a sneaky thief. Um, if you have a team of, say, 10 people, and each of those people are coming into work every day to do eight hours worth of work. But um, of that eight hours worth of work, maybe three of those hours are actual working hours where they are working with customers or they are producing value in the business. And the other five hours are spent being inefficient, moving between tasks, moving between systems, moving data around, trying to band-aid together the gaps in the process. Then your business probably isn't profitable. It's probably not as profitable as it could be if the resources were being used properly and the people were being used properly. So something has to give. You, if, you're, if you're financially strapped, you don't have any more money in your business, but your business is working. You have good people that work for you. You seem to have the right resources. You have all of the things that you need to deliver the product or service that your customers uh, need to solve the problem that they have. Um, then you've got to figure out where is the gap is, is, are the resources being underutilized or are the people being overutilized or vice versa? Where, what do we, what something has to give here? And in my experience, what usually has to give is that people have to stop, uh, filling in the gaps that the system should be doing. The resources that the business has access to should be, uh, utilized properly. And for me, the easiest way to generate profit in any business is to take out the inefficiencies. And it can be it can be hard to do that because you might just be comfortable with how your business has operated. It's probably always done it this way. This is just what we know how to do. And we're not educated enough to know how to use some of these other tools that are out there and so on and so forth. It's not your team's job to go and, and do that. It's your job as the entrepreneur. If you back up a few minutes, I've said that I believe an entrepreneur is supposed to bring together resources and people to solve a problem in the marketplace through delivering a product or service. But it's the entrepreneur who brings together the resources and the people. It's not the people who bring together the resources and the people because they are one of the mechanisms that an entrepreneur is using to solve the problem in the marketplace. So if your business has revenue, but it doesn't have profit, and you feel like all of your people are completely tapped out, and you have the resources that your business needs to deliver the product or service that it that it offers to customers, but you're not profitable, then something has to give. You've got to figure out where the problem is. Our resources are underutilized. Our people are overutilized. Um, our resources are overutilized and our people are underutilized. That usually isn't the case. It's usually the other way. It's people are working long hours. They're doing a multitude of tasks because the systems aren't being utilized to their full capacity because nobody has the knowledge or the experience or the time to figure it out. So if you want a kick to your bottom line, if you want a simple fix and your business is not, um, I mean, it's, it's tough right now, but it's manageable. You're figuring out how to, how to survive from one day to the next, but you're still not getting the bottom line that you want. Go back and revisit the resources and the people and try to understand where the leak is. And I think what you're going to discover is that your people are being overused and your resources are being underutilized. 
And uh, the easiest way to fix that problem is just to create more alignment there. So uh, look at the job descriptions of your people, look at what it is that they're doing, and all of a sudden you might find new opportunities. And if all of this sounded uh, a little bit um, uh, non-specific, let me give you a specific example from one of the businesses that I'm involved in. We had an individual, we have an individual on our team, and her job is specifically to, uh, historically was specifically to uh, create, um, uh, translate work orders into invoices and get them out to customers. And, and that was a full-time job, uh, almost five days a week, eight hours a day. And then just through the work that, uh, that we've been doing in the business and, and so on and so forth, we have been able to get that weekly task that was taking eight hours a day, five days a week, we were able to get it down to about two hours a day. So then you say, great, she, she was, you know, we were using the technology, right? Uh, but we were still paying her wage, but now she was underutilized. So what we did is we uh, came up with a customer service role that the business has never had before, and we gave it to her. And we said, look, you've got six extra hours a day. If you want those six hours, uh, you don't have to take them, but if you want to, you know, continue to be employed and be employed full time, this is the next gap that we have in our business that we need to fill. And we need someone talking to our customers all the time. Not from a sales perspective. We don't need you cold calling and lead prospecting and doing any of that. We simply need you to get on the phone and keep track in our CRM system of every customer that you've talked to. Make sure that once a month, every customer hears from us. Not because of the invoice that they receive, but a customer service call, and to ask for maybe some new business, maybe just to ask if there's anything we can be doing to improve, yada, yada, yada. So here was an example where we had the resources. We had the accounting system that now functioned properly with a production system. Um, we had a CRM system that now could track and manage uh, the last time that we had talked to someone and, and how they were interacting with our content on the internet. And we had an individual whose full-time job got stripped down and they had extra capacity, so now we were able to utilize that capacity um, in a different way that was now generating more top-line revenue for us. So from a P&L perspective, from a profit and loss perspective, we didn't add any more costs to our business. All we did was make sure that we were utilizing the resources we had, which freed up time, that time we then deployed into another task that helped our business generate more revenue and ultimately a greater bottom line. We didn't have to do that. We could have just kept doing whatever we were doing, but we would have kept getting the same result, which was single-digit bottom line uh, results, and now we are moving into double-digit bottom line results without adding a penny of expense to our profit and loss. We were able to take the exact same expense um, line items that we've used every single month and just redeploy them in a new way so that we could get a better result. And I think that many entrepreneurs have that opportunity, but they're, maybe no one's ever said it to them, maybe they've never thought of it this way, but an entrepreneur's job is to bring together resources and people to take advantage of an opportunity in the marketplace. And if you are busy and you're generating revenue, but you're not generating profit, um, and you think you've got the right people, and you think you've got all the right resources, then something's got to give. There's somewhere something is being uh, underutilized or overutilized, and it's producing um, the bottom line that you're getting now. So hopefully that was something worth listening to. Hopefully that gives you some ideas to think um, a little bit uh, deeper about how your business is doing, what it's doing. And because of COVID, and because of technology, quite frankly, and, and how competitive and 
how, how cheap uh, solutions have become. As an entrepreneur, I think that the real job is to say, how can our people do their job better and how can we take advantage of technology to do that? You can completely nerd out on it and you can try to become an expert at everything or you can keep it simple like we did. We said, you're spending all day, every day doing this task. If we could carve it back by making sure that our systems were working properly, you're going to have more time. What could we do with that time? Because we're paying for it anyway. The answer was, let's get you in front of customers that resulted in a greater top line. That's the simplest example to use. But I would encourage you, look into your business. Try to go through the same exercise. Look at every job description that you have. Look at how the time is being utilized and be intellectually honest about it. If you pay someone for eight hours a day and you say, well, they should be doing this for eight hours a day, maybe they're not. Maybe it's actually more like nine hours a day or maybe it is eight hours a day, but the the productivity that you get from, from that person is like two or three hours a day because they're spending time doing other stuff that isn't adding any value to the business. People want to be valuable. Uh, people working inside of a business, certainly for a smaller, medium-sized business, they come in every day typically because they like the business uh, entrepreneur and they want to show their support and they have loyalty and they want the paycheck, but they also want to take pride in their work and um, doing inefficient work uh, doesn't help anyone, doesn't make anyone feel good about the job that they do. Um, uh, what makes them feel good is when they're able to add real, real, real value and chasing things around like moving information between systems and trying to just, you know, redundantly track a multitude of activities. Uh, nobody likes doing that. So if you're an entrepreneur, you have a responsibility to make sure that your resources and your people are being utilized well to solve a problem in the marketplace. And it's your job to figure out how to, how to make sure that that is in fact happening. So Thank you for spending the last couple of minutes with me. I hope that you found this valuable. And if you did, please rate it or share it or like it or tell someone about it because chances are you probably know an entrepreneur that could benefit from some of the things that I chat about each week. So thank you for tuning in. Make sure that you reach out to me. I'm a pretty easy guy to get a hold of. LinkedIn is usually the best place to get a hold of me. Um, but I'd be happy to chat with you, help give you some direction on your business or answer your questions, or just give you some opinions about things that I've experienced that you might find helpful. So let's make sure to connect and uh, please make sure to check in next week and download next week's episode of Dylan's podcast.